This is London Calling. London Calling. We have recently reviewed your usage of PayPal services as reflected in our records. Due to the nature of your activities, we've chosen to discontinue service to you in accordance with PayPal's user agreement. As a result, we've placed a permanent limitation on your account. We ask that you please remove all references to PayPal from your website. This includes removing PayPal as a payment option as well as the PayPal logo and or shopping cart. Welcome to London Calling with me, James Dellingpole, and my very good friend, Mr. Toby Young. Tobes, a lot of our listeners have been getting really, really excited this week. Well, I, I think particularly the Team James one, because they think there's going to be some kind of epic moment where Tobes finally surrenders and admits that, yes, there is this grand and terrible conspiracy which he's been ignoring because he's such a cuck. And... I'm I'm not expecting that moment. I don't. I mean, I don't. Want, I don't want to sort of preempt your 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 reaction. But I I wasn't expecting that. Even though I I can see that it's quite good for Team Dame, James in a way that you've been demonetized by by PayPal. Um, I'm not sure it's the killer thing that's going to going to turn you into um, a, a fully fledged rabbit holer like me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean. If- so, so for those who don't know about this, um, there's nobody, Tobes. You've, <laughs> you've, you've done a very good job. Of, how many pieces have you had about this? You had one in the mail, one in the, I don't know, gay gay news. Have you had one? I don't know. I don't think there's been one in pink news. NME. South China Morning Post. Well, I, I've I've certainly t- I've been on when I, when I now go to GB News. Um, yeah. Everyone in the building, from the doorman to the to the you know to the person doing the mic is like Toby you again oh you practically live here don't you um because I've been on so often in the past week to yeah talk actually about- can I just ask you Tobes how come I'm outraged here how come you're always on Mark Stein's show when I am way more I'm way closer to where Mark Stein is than you are yeah Why does, is, is it is it because he's scared do you think that that, that I might Poison his I, brand because I'm I'm a bit too out there and I'm too I'm he's already in enough enough trouble with off commas it is. Well, if anyone at GB News is listening to this, especially if it's called Mark Stein, I would like to know what the <laughs> f well, is going I thought, on. I thought you had been on Mark Stein's show. No, I haven't. I call it cowardice, but I can see that why he might because Ofcom seriously is trying to cancel him all the time, and he may be you know he, uh, it would be a reasonable excuse for him to go look sorry mate, um, but. If I had you on, Ofcom would definitely give me the chop. Whereas at the moment, I'm just clinging on by my fingernails by only talking to cucks like Toby, that, that which, may, which would be an acceptable reason. That may be the reason. Um, but yeah. I'll, I'll mention it to his producer when I'm next yeah, on. Yeah, I um, think so. And uh, and urge them to have you on, James, because... So um, I'm doing Loz's show on uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, who's, he, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, he's he's sitting in for Nigel Farage, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I did... Um, I did Nigel's show last week, actually, just after Loza. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, so there can't be a blanket ban um, on having... No, it's not a blanket ban. But I I do know that the people most... The people at GB News most doomed for for the chop um, if Ofcom gets its way, uh, as run by my old... old, My childhood friend, Melanie Dawes. Blimey how people go wrong. Um, That... that, um, 
yeah, he's he's one of the people most at risk because he, I mean, he's been incredibly brave talking about vaccine injuries in in a you know I don't give a toss way. Everyone else has sort of muzzled themselves because Ofcom doesn't want you to know that, that jabs are killing people and, and giving them life changing injuries. But but Stein has been relentless and fearless, so you know I respect him for that. Um, yeah, but, so um, so I sort of started out by saying sorry, that anyone, was a long digression, wasn't it? Long digression. It? Yes, your story, <laughs> back PayPal. To, back to me, James. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's enough about you. Um, so PayPal demonetized um, not just me personally not just my personal account but also mm. it shut down the account of the daily skeptic and the free speech union all at the same time and all for the same reason breaching its acceptable use policy and you kind of think well maybe if one of those accounts had breached the acceptable use policy that might be credible but to claim that <laughs> yes. all three accounts breached it simultaneously just minutes apart you know and i've had my personal account since 2013 and I've never heard a squeak out of PayPal about breaching any of its policies before. So, and it's given a variety of different reasons when you know asked both by me and by reporters as to why exactly it's done this, suggesting that it's scrabbling around for some kind of de facto rationalisation. Um, and the real reason it's demonetised all three of my accounts is for political reasons. Um, and um, you know, obviously, I have inched a little bit closer to team james over the course of the last few days um <laughs> yeah. but but you're right i haven't had a damascene conversion so your balls have grown slightly you know a, a, like maybe a, a, a millimeter um bigger <laughs> perhaps but um uh i'm not sure that, that, that i'm not sure that's medically possible but um uh no that the, the, the i mean i just don't know at this stage exactly why paypal did this um, or who in PayPal instigated it. I mean, you know, it could be anyone from the guy at the top, Dan Shulman, the CEO, who has positioned himself as a thought leader when it comes to fighting hate and misinformation online. Right. <laughs> and, you know, has stood up and, and made that pitch at Davos and is, you know, on various WEF committees, seemingly. So if it came from him, then I guess that would inch me closer to team james but it's possible it just it's just some woke underling you know in the headquarters in silicon valley who's decided to you know kick my account kick me off paypal because something no, i said that, that you've, you've already uh, you've already demonstrated that couldn't be the case it, it would not be underling level to decide to cancel three accounts simultaneously well i mean that's the thing it, this is not this is obviously coordinated this is not a glitch You've been targeted. You've been somebody wants wants the head of, of of Toby Young, and and all that all his organisations maybe because they consider you a threat. Either that, or here's my other theory on this. By the way, the other theory is that you secretly organised this to make you look more <laughs> of a kind of outrageous, less, less of free less, speech warriors than you actually are. Less of a cuck. You think it was it's a yes, brilliant. Brilliant PR campaign I've I've masterminded in collusion with Dan Shulman, the head of PayPal, because it suits both of our interests. Him as There's a, a lot WF. Of this about Tobes, you yeah. know, it, it, it's it's a hall of mirrors. You never know who well, you can trust. Let me assure no. you, James, that um, it came as a bolt from the blue, and um, it certainly wasn't something I would have manufactured for kind of PR purposes because. Um, a quarter of the Daily Skeptics' donations, recurring donations, 
uh, are coming to us via PayPal. And a third of the Free Speech Union's members, um, uh, they're paying their recurring membership payments via PayPal. So, you know, and that, that's that's worth about, you know, nearly £200,000 a year to the Free Speech Union, which is a significant chunk of our revenue. So, you know, we're taking a big hit from this. Um, but also, I mean, uh, PayPal like all these these payment processes take a fairly hefty chunk of that yeah 1.5 percent and i've been happily paying that um uh you know i mean what's so galling about this james i mean there are a number of things but you know i embedded paypal in payment systems for the daily skeptic and the free speech union you know and i agreed to pay their commission and i've been paying it without complaint for over two and a half years in both cases but I, i i embedded their payment systems in my organizations because I trusted them um, and they've just whipped the rug out from under me seemingly without explanation and you know it, it, the way they behave makes um, you know um, uh, the authorities in Kafka's The Trial look like a model of um, a liberal criminal justice system I mean I've been but effectively I'll tell you what it does it, it, well, just let me finish this, this little rant Jim. so I've, I've been okay. I've been I've been accused of of of, of you know, I know not what, um, uh, charged, tried, found guilty, convicted, sentenced, no possibility of parole, all in one fell swoop. And I still don't know what it is exactly I'm guilty of. Um, so it's 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 pretty shocking. The, la- the, the complete neglect of principles of natural justice, the arrogance with which these, you know, this enormous corporation has just decided to squash me uh, with no accountability you know absolute impunity it really is galling it is it is but i think that um without wishing to crow too much it does rather support support the point that i've making to you for a long time which is you've often argued to me that that the the sort of the uber elites like you know i call them the predator class or the power the, the the powers that be or the cabal whatever you want to call the people who are ultimately responsible for this you know people like larry fink at, at, at blackrock uh you've always argued that 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 rich people are ultimately capitalists and they would not do anything that's going to damage their business model that would all, always be the bottom line they're not going to harm themselves i would argue that we've reached the stage in our culture our civilization whatever where it is it is absolutely clear that these people put the agenda um far above above their own sort of money-making interests and i'll give you a, a good example a parallel example of this i did a podcast the other day with um have you ever come across the comic book artist ethan van scriver uh, sorry van skyver he was um involved in the comics gate um uh, story of a few years ago when when dc and marvel your your, your heroes um <laughs> turned all their characters into lesbians and and you know transgender and so on yeah. um and the the old the old-fashioned line that which, which you and i would, would have argued back in the day in sort of trenchant articles for the spectator was is is that ultimately um you know get woke go broke that that, that they would mm-hmm. the markets would soon make them see sense mm-hmm. and they would they would de-gay all these characters realizing that young male comic book readers generally don't want to read about kind of fat blue-haired lesbian mm-hmm. superheroes or whatever and that, that the markets would prevail but actually, this doesn't happen because, as, as Van Skyver explained to me, um, Marvel is owned now owned by Disney, 
Um, DC is owned by Warner Brothers and both institutions are so rich and have got so many different um, departments that they don't give, give a toss whether, whether, whether their entire DC or Marvel division is losing money hand over fist because they're much more enthralled to the agenda being pushed by the thoroughly evil Larry Fink at BlackRock and, and other similar, similar villains who just want to push the, the woke agenda to oh, the nth uh, degree. But, 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 but hang on, didn't Warner Brothers cancel the new kind of ultra woke Batman movie. That's that's a separate story. It, 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 of course, and, I, and again, it was Ethan Van Sciver who, who put out that story, um, who, who popularised it. Yeah, the, the new head of Warner's is is great, but that's a, that's a separate story. The fact is that that in itself. Um, making money is not is not the ultimate um, uh, uh, thing for a lot of the a lot of these these companies. The, and and you know the fact that PayPal is getting rid of a significant chunk of its market, i.e., people who are on the right or whatever. I don't know how you'd be called, but but yeah, people who are not hard left. The, and well, it's, no, interestingly, James, it's it seems to be people who aren't woke, whether on the left or the right. So they've also demonetised the Socialist Workers' Party, apparently, I heard a couple of days ago. Um, Have they? Yeah. I'll uh, bet they'll be remonetized. monetized I, I, They maybe, do this thing for kind of show and then they'll reinstate them, but they won't reinstate you. But they, they, no, I don't suppose they will reinstate me. But they also, in May of this year, the PayPal shut down the accounts of two anti-Ukrainian war but hard left stop the coalition type sites Mint Publishing and Consortium News um, that may be because they you know they, they strayed into an area that the left is no longer allowed to stray into as far as these woke corporations are concerned but being left wing doesn't necessarily protect you from being demonetized. Mm. Well uh, anyway I, um, I, I, I gather you, you've, you've sort of you've been telling all your people to, to just donate via Stripe instead. Yes, yeah. Stripe seemed to be. I mean, I know that some other companies. You know, they've still got a climate a, a head of climate change. I mean, that they're, they're not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't not think exactly I, that, red meat, red they, pills. They haven't yet. But lo, lots of. Um, I mean, lots of like Venmo, for instance, um, doesn't have a particularly strong. Uh, track record when it comes to protecting free speech um and neither do lots of the crowdfunding platforms like gofundme and crowd justice but as far as i know no strikes have been recorded against stripe yet um right. so um we think we're relatively safe with stripe that may be naive i hope not but we've urged all the all the free speech union members paying by paypal about a third as i said to switch to stripe. it could be a trap Imagine, <laughs> imagine this tribe are even worse than PayPal, and you well, just be... got like that's the end. It's the well, end one, of I guess, everything. I guess one concern about this, James, is that when one company, you know, one big financial behemoth, cancels you, then the others might think, "Oh, no smoke without fire. We better cancel them too." I'm hoping that won't happen. Um, but I think the pushback, you know, there's been quite a lot of pushback in the media. Um, you know, in most, in the Express, in the Mail, in the Telegraph, um, there was even a, a thunderer in the Times this morning. You know, um, saying that PayPal has overreached; it's gone too far. It shouldn't be shutting down a pro-free speech organisation like the Free Speech Union. Um, and uh, I don't know if you saw, but forty-two peers and MPs um, wrote to Jacob Rees-Mogg um, over the weekend, saying, and he's now the Business Secretary, saying, "Look." you know you've got to do something about this you've got to ask the financial regulators to investigate 
PayPal's decision to do this and, you know, if necessary, put legal safeguards in place to prevent this kind of thing happening again. You know, the only way I think, I think our best hope of stopping the rollout of a Chinese style social credit system in countries like the UK um, is to force our legislators to actually put safeguards in place to protect people from being demonetized just for expressing perfectly lawful points of view, but which the woke corporations happen to disapprove of. Yes, but we know that they're not interested in that because we know the way they're pushing for things like the online safety bill that they're actually trying to close oh, down well, free speech anyway. I mean, uh, the, the ju- jury's that, out on the current government. I think it's, uh, it really okay. In, only in your in your imagination is the jury still out. I mean, the fact is that the, the, the very fact that you're citing people like Jacob Rees-Mogg as any kind of remedy shows how tragically deluded I you think, are. I mean, I th- think these people are not going to help nor by the way is the times which is very much on board with the well, with the agenda we'll it's, we'll, it's, we'll it's see the about the government but um, i think they're going to bring back the online safety bill quite shortly and i hope that all the references to content that's legal but harmful to adult being prohibited on adults being prohibited online will be excised but let's see but i'm reasonably optimistic um should we hear from one of our sponsors james i think we should um, why don't you read out um, uh, the latest um, yes. uh, ad for Thor? I will. I will. <laughs> Poor old Thor. <laughs> it's from our friend Thor Holt. Apparently, Tobes, you, you, you've you, you asked him not to put any <laughs> jokes in. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I was. I found it. I found it. I tried to read the joke last week, and um, and I found it very difficult to kind of make it land. So um, I thought uh, rather than try again with different jokes better to just tell Thor to go easy on the jokes it's (laughs) true and remember there was a previous week when I read it out and he complained about that I'd I'd misemphasized some absolutely key point yeah I mean it's often often jokes work when you hear them in your own head if you write them yourself when other people say them I found this on the set of how to lose friends and alienate people I kept wanting to kind of you know I heard Kirsten Dunst you know delivering gags I'd written um and thinking she's putting the emphasis in all the wrong place she doesn't understand this joke at all I better explain what the joke is to her so Jenny and I was quickly removed from the set um but uh, no doubt Thor's feeling the same way when he hears you and I trying to make his jokes land yeah yeah exactly Uh, anyway sorry to continue reading the ad which I hadn't started at that point no bad taste dad jokes from Thor this week being in business during these troubling times can mean a fight for life, which is no laughing matter. In business battles ahead, you might want Thor on your side, though, because when not corner man for FSU members fighting their cancellation, he gets businesses through their toughest rounds. Christina Chase at MIT School of Entrepreneurship in Boston said, Thor is awesome. MIT teams can't say enough about him. Those who have had the opportunity to work with him have said it has been some of the best time they could have spent with any individual. A British SME facing 20% redundancies worked with Thor and in four months landed £20.4 million worth of new contract value, avoided redundancies and secured a 10-year project pipeline. A London caller, who has taken Thor on as a non-executive director, said... London calling actually undersell you, Thor. You do what you say on the tin, but better. LinkedIn.com forward slash in forward slash Thor Holt or Telegram at Thor underscore Holt. Thor Holt, that's Tango Hotel Oscar Romeo. Hotel Oscar Lima Tango. 
get in touch to see how he can help you defeat business challenges or indeed to wish him a happy 49th birthday today. Happy birthday, Thor. Happy birthday, Thor. Sorry about the comments about your jokes. And uh, you're quite right. I mean, when, it, when I said this to him, James, he immediately responded saying, actually, you know, people have been telling me that they really like my jokes and um, and actually find me funnier than either you or James. And I, I, I think he was being quite on the level. And uh, so sorry about that, Thor. Um, I think you probably are funnier than both James and me. It's just because we can't, we can't, you know, the, we can't manage the line readings and put the emphasis in the right place to make the jokes Yeah, work. we're not, we're not, we're not actors. We're not actors. So thank goodness. But listen, um, before we just draw a line under this PayPal business, um, uh, yes. I, I just wanted to urge our listeners, um, if they have any sympathy for me and the attempt to cancel me by this vast financial processing payments company, um, please do join the Free Speech Union. As I said, about a third of our members, so over 3,000 members, um, were having their recurring membership dues processed by PayPal. We've had to write to them all to tell them to please switch to Stripe. Um, but inevitably, you know, not all of them will. Some won't even open their emails. Some will think it's a phishing scam. Um, so we're going to lose money as a result of this attempt to deplatform us. Um, so please take this opportunity to join the Free Speech Union um, and push back against this kind of um, uh, censorship. And, uh, you know, uh, membership starts at just £2.49 a month for veterans, people on benefits, members of the armed forces, um, the unemployed. Um, it's very cheap. And in addition to being in your corner, you know, if if a cancellation mob comes for you, uh, we organise lots of events, regional speakeasies. Uh, we've got an event coming up this week with Andrew Doyle. Um, we've got events coming up with Neil Oliver the comedian Jack D, a Christmas party. Um, and uh, we also publish briefings and FAQs on things you might need to know, like what to do if your boss tells you to declare your gender pronouns in your email signature at work. If you don't want to do that, we, we set out what your rights are and how to push back. So please, if you believe it's important what the Free Speech Union does, um, and we accept overseas members too, it's only £2.49 a month for overseas members, please do take this opportunity to join the Free Speech Union, help us survive this hit, and come back even stronger than before. Thanks. That's really oh, annoying. Oh, sorry, sorry, because... One thing, James, and the website yeah. address is, is www.freespeechunion.com. Org. That's uh, www.freespeechunion.org. And you can be able to click on the join page as soon as you get to the homepage to, to, to join up. Very simple. And rest assured, PayPal is now completely expunged from our site. So none of your money will get held up if you do join. Um, I was going to say that's really annoying because I do actually insist that all my employees put their their preferred <laughs> pronouns in their emails and i ask them to declare what kind of animal they are what's their what's their spirit animal right and um and now they're little... writing to you and we had we had incredibly james what one case that came up at the free speech union recently um was a performing arts college which not only asked every employee to include their preferred gender pronouns in their email signatures, but also to include a pride flag and a Black Lives Matter flag. Um, it was really extraordinary. You had no Actually, choice. That's a point. You just reminded me. When we um, went to Lefkada, which I still really recommend, by the way, 
I saw you the, the, that area, the, the Ionian Sea, is absolutely chock full of yachts, which you can charter from one one of those, you know, the Go Ionian or whatever they're called, and mainly 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 sailed by Brits, I would imagine. And I I, I looked at them all lined up, waiting for their next hires, and they some of them had those horrible rainbow flags on them, and. All I wanted to do was to, was 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 for those boats to all sink. Is that really bad of me? That is quite bad. I mean, imagine yeah, but... turning up and finding that that, that 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 your boat was flying this this symbol of just utter ghastliness. Um, it, it, I, I saw the. Um, uh, did you see there was a good interview on Tucker Carlson with the founder of Gays Against Groomers? So Gays Against Groomers is uh, an LGB group that's been set up to. Um, oppose the teaching of gender ideology in American high schools. And interestingly, they've been demonetized by PayPal as well, even though another organization called Prostasia, which um, uh, includes a support group uh, for minor attracted persons, um, that hasn't been demonetized. That, by is, are you one of those, Tobes? <laughs> I'm not, but it does seem extraordinary, doesn't it, that this gaze against groomers ostensibly set up to protect children from being indoctrinated by gender yeah. ideologists. They've been demonetized, but a group which supports paedophiles, that's fine. That's not beyond the pale as far as PayPal yes. is concerned. Um, it's called but, inversion. But, but, it, it happens everywhere. But but um, the founder of Gays Against Groomers was on, on Tucker Carlson um, uh, over the weekend, I think it was, and she referred to the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQI plus as the alphabet mafia. I hadn't hadn't heard that phrase before. I thought that was quite good. Oh, I know what you're what you're going to want to talk about now. The budget. I think that was oh, that, the that, budget. That, okay. the, the mini budget. I mean, that was um, even though the markets seem to be reacting quite negatively. Um, I thought it was some, there was some robust conservative red meat in there. I mean, this government has dared to lower the top rate of income tax from forty five p to forty p. Um, and uh, it's um, not going to impose um, Rishi Sunak's planned for national insurance rise. It's going to cut taxes, I think, by a further 45 billion. I mean, pretty bold and quite conservative, you know, could have been written by, you know, the Institute of Economic Affairs. I was quite impressed. And it showed a kind of, uh, a, I think, a, a willingness to um, to throw caution to the wind on the part of the present government and do something properly yeah, conservative right. and to stand up for properly conservative free market principles. So I was and impressed. that's why they did it. I think that is why they, they wanted, did it. They wanted pieces by people like you, Tobes, and Dan Hannan, and all the usual suspects saying, at last, a conservative budget. I mean, uh, and oh, and what's his name? Alistair Heath, of course, got mm. enormous oh, trousers yeah. about it. Um, it. Now, now... How, just remind me, how long have the, of the this notionally conservative government? How, how long have they been in power? How long have the conservatives? When 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 did Labour get booted out? Oh, since, uh, in in twenty ten. Twelve years. Yeah. So we've had twelve years of conservative governments in which they've done absolutely less than sod all of any 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 anything approaching conservatism, and suddenly, with the global economy about to collapse, with with massive food shortages coming up, and all you know um, blackouts and, and and heaven knows what else. Oh, and possibly possibly war with with um, over Ukraine. You've got this government wheeling out this this kind of distraction. You know, they, they they're, they're probably terrified 
terrified that that uh, what's his name is going to that Labour are going to get in at the next election. So they're just finally pulling some something out of the hat and getting all these headlines, and it's utterly meaningless. I mean, I don't agree with Ambrose Evans Pritchard with that with that rubbish about saying how the markets have voted against the against the, the budget by attacking sterling. I think sterling was going down like all the other currencies are going down relative to the dollar, just because the dollar's going to be the last man standing along with the ruble. But, but I, mean, I can't get excited about this, 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 this giveaway budget, because they're not, they're not cutting on government spending, are they? No, they're not cutting government spending. <laughs> they're really not, no. And they really need to, if yeah. they want to be taken I mean, seriously. I, obviously, I, I part company from you in thinking that that you know successive administrations since 2010 have done nothing conservative you're not going to be lord young uh, it's <laughs> over <laughs> give up they haven't gone Why that far but that doesn't mean to team been... james now <laughs> the, you know all your efforts have come to naught no one no one cares about you well, all that brown nosing was just a complete waste of time you're just going to be a commoner for the rest of your life well like james I, I was impressed by this budget and i don't think they will have done it to kind of shore up electoral support because they're suddenly worried about Labour winning the next general election. I mean, if anything, this will have damaged their electoral prospects because it enables Labour to paint the Tories as the party of the rich. You know, this is a tax cut for the rich. All the focus has been on the cut in the top rate of tax, even though in the grand scheme of things, that's, you know, insignificant. I mean, at most that will either, you know, raise, uh, you know, at most that will either lose the government 600 million, but nothing more than that may even increase how much tax revenue they take in a little bit. It's really hard to predict. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think I think they, they seem to have, they seem to have said, we're not going to be constrained by the usual laws of politics. We think we, we think we, we believe in this. We think that we're going for growth. We think it's really important to boost growth take britain out of a recession um and uh and you know we're 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 nailing our our colors to the sticking place or whatever the phrase is um and yeah our courage to the sticking place and and we're we're doing what we actually believe is the right thing to do regardless of the short-term political hit we're going to take um and i don't they may not have anticipated that the markets would react quite this badly but the pound you know will probably rebound don't you think it won't go below the dollar i think that would be very unlikely anyway we'll uh, yeah God, what blimey somebody somebody um while i was sort of looking at twitter through one of your one of your boring pits i oh, i um, i somebody sorry sorry Tebs. i i, I somebody had, had tweeted out uh the history of of, of the of, of cable which is the pound the pound dollar so in the early 1800s you could get five dollars to the pound <laughs> and then in the napoleonic wars 3.62 dollars to the pound oh wow in the american civil war you could get ten dollars to Crikey. the pound Imagine if we'd we'd bought dollars then and held on to them. That yeah. would have been good, wouldn't it? That would have been good. And this has been this is the lowest ever. We're almost at parity, not quite. But I I, I never thought that was going to happen. Have you got any holdings in 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 dollars? <laughs> weirdly <laughs> enough, weirdly enough. Um, d- d- well, the bad news is that I had a lot of dollars, uh, which I which I used to buy to buy gold. And gold has gone down, and 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 um, dollars have gone up, which is which is annoying. Um, but I but I did discover that I had I had quite a lot of dollars um, in an account which I well I thought I had fewer dollars in. So yeah, so I'm I'm glad I held on to those, it, albeit by accident. 
Uh, okay, well that's good. Um, mm. uh, I, 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 I've got, I've got, I've got a few investments in the US, um, but well, it's um, good, that, isn't it? That yeah. It's good that the most generous. I'm, I'm sorry, UK donors, but the most generous supporters of people like you and me tend to be Americans because Americans are just much, much better at giving. That's just, true. That's know. true. Um, and, so and I have to say, paid if, in dollars. Yeah, if any American listeners want to sign up to the Free Speech Union or donate to the Daily Skeptic, www. Or sign Daily up Skeptic. to the Delling Pod. Let's, let's <laughs> not forget the Delling Pod as well. That's or, a worthy cause. Or sign up to the Delling Pod. Um, uh, <laughs> then um, then it would, be, it, would, it would really make a big difference to us at the moment because, you know, dollars are worth so much. Um, so it would be very generous indeed just to part without having to give us any more dollars than you normally would. It means a lot more to us thanks to yeah, exactly. the, the, yeah. the nosedive that the pound's taken recently um uh james should we hear from we've got one other we've got one other sponsor this week let's hear yes. from our one other sponsor um so uh thanks to big tech we're all under a constant barrage of communication when you're not being messaged pinged or dm'd you're being inboxed or at it through the actual letterbox nothing but bills direct mail and fast food leaflets if you miss the joy of sending and receiving real letters then you need e-snail if you like the idea of a typed airmail letter that lets you choose fonts, add photos, and then arrives in a quarter of the usual time, you'll love eSnail. Head to eSnail.com, type or paste in your 800-odd word missive, add the address and press send. eSnail then prints, folds, securely seals and stamps the letter at the closest eSnail hub to its destination. eSnail print and post daily from hubs in the UK, US, India and Australia to anywhere in the world with a physical address. Cost and delivery time depends on the destination. An eSnail letter sent from Mexico City to Hammersmith, from Hong Kong to rural Northamptonshire or to Granny down the road costs less than £3 or less than $3.50. That's probably less than $3 now and arrives in two days. London calling listeners and all special friends get their first Three eSnail letters free. Use the promo code LONDN London at e snail.com. Get on the right side of the argument. Join the letter revolution at esnail.com. That's e snail.com today. So, James, last week I think um, we talked a little bit about the teacher at the Canadian high school. Um, uh, who identified as trans and who showed up to class with yes. enormous fake knockers. Um, and what a pair of dicks we turn out to have been. Well, it turns he, out, yeah, that, 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 that this he was... was troll. He's, he was trolling the libs at his high school. I mean, apparently he'd, he, he'd fallen foul of the woke thought police at that school um, earlier in the year, I think. And so um, as a way of trolling them... He he's come out as trans and then appeared in the classroom with these enormous kind of comedy fake boobs, um, and uh, and they immediately issued a statement, you know, defending his right to do that as a trans person. I mean, it's he's, he couldn't have couldn't have scored a more direct hit if that in fact is what he was doing. But yeah, fantastic! I mean, unbelievable work on his part if that if that was in fact an act of trolling. Um, I don't think we know for sure, do we? He hasn't actually made a statement. Rumours are swirling around, but I'm not sure he's actually come out and said... I mean, of course, he can't, I suppose. He has to kind of maintain the pretense. He's got, he's got to play the game now, hasn't he? In order to protect his employment, he's got to play the game, yeah. I, I did once think about um, developing a kind of sitcom, and the central character would be a bit like... someone a bit like you and me, James, so a sort of slightly washed-up 
journalist in his late 50s you know can't get you know, his columns gradually dry up he can't get commissioning editors to return his calls he doesn't get invited to parties any longer doesn't get invited to gb news um and and so he decides to invent this entirely fictional trans character um uh, no no sorry no this is what he does no he pretends to be transitioning himself and he then lands a column you know, as someone who's transitioning. But then in order to kind of go through with it, he actually has to transition because that's the only way he can keep his career alive. Um, uh, so that was that was that was the premise anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I never developed it. We, sh- we should have guessed, couldn't we, that the, the, the fact that the bosoms were in completely the wrong place. Yeah, they, they were. They were dangling round, you know, almost where his bollocks should be. I mean, it, it was, they were so low. Yeah. So... Like, we, we, why, why were we taken in? I suppose yeah, that's the I problem. Just, yeah, I, well, nothing, nothing seems beyond the kind of uh, the woke now, does it? I mean, they, they don't, they don't have any sense. They don't have much self awareness or sense yeah, of well, irony. Yeah, we should have used our discernment. I, I should have done. Yeah, I, 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 and that would have been cool, wouldn't it? If we'd been ahead of the game, we'd been among the first people to point out that he was one of us. We'd have looked really on the ball rather than like Statler and Waldorf as we as we <laughs> are. Yeah, um, but no doubt it helped. Maybe it helped his cause. You know, helped him persuade, you know, the school authorities that he was on the level. That all these anti woke culture warriors immediately piled in and said, "This is disgusting! How dare he?" It probably helped his cause a little bit. Helped him from stop, stop being fired. <laughs> so yeah. it may have helped him. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a shame we didn't twig uh, earlier, or at least caveat our <laughs> our outrage um, uh, when talking about it by saying, "Of course, it could be a joke." Uh, but anyway, there it is. Make more, a bit more cautious next time. Um, yes. So, what else has been going on, James? What, what, what did, I thought I thought you'd want to talk about this, um, the new Italian prime minister. Yes. I th- yeah, I think we probably do want to talk a bit about her. Now, you can't presumably think that she's controlled opposition. Yes. I do, but just b- b- before I explain Mussolini why, Mussolini could rise from the give me dead, the, give me the and win take. an election, and you would say controlled opposition. <laughs> yes, give me. So, okay, so she's called Giorgia Maloney, isn't she? And she's the new prime minister of of Italy. And uh, I, I suppose the reason you're getting excited is that um, lots of lots of, all the all the usual suspects on the left are having kittens over a. A, a dragged a trawled up speech which she gave i think in 2019 where she talked about the importance of the family and about um christianity and about how she didn't want people reduced to numbers uh, in, in order to be well she said it she said it, you could have written that speech for her james i thought if anything yeah. is likely to persuade james that this isn't, you know, a WEF hoax. It's that speech. That is, that is, that is but that, pure. But Tobes, that's exactly it. Uh. She's a, she's a. That was one speech. She's a politician. It's what they do. I mean, it's what, it, it's what. Frankly, it's what Nigel Farage does. He bangs the drum for a particular cause. You know, he pushes the the the, 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 the two, two of the the hot button issues: immigration and wokeness. And the problem with it is that these have become the acceptable lines for conservatives notional conservatives to take or the people on the right they they throw up this chaff look look she's anti-immigration and and oh she's 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 defending the family so they're fine on social issues but when you look at what where else they stand on on the direction of travel 
which is essentially the, the, the World Economic Forum's direction of travel. She's a member of something called the Aspen Institute, which is a, a, another think tank, a lo- elite think tank along the lines of the World Economic Forum. So she, she talks the talk in one particular speech, which gets singled out on the internet. And the rest of her agenda is is forgotten about because people are so people like you are so desperate to believe that she's that she's the savior. There, there are no saviors out there. They are all the fact that she got elected is in itself proof that she is part of the problem. Well, James, I don't think anything would ever please. No, no, no there's no news you're ever happy about. It's always bad news, however yes. apparently good it seems. I think you know. Y- y- the world you live in must be so miserable sometimes you just gotta you know you can't look a gift horse in the mouth um i feel i feel rather as cassandra much must have done when she was getting all her predictions right Mm. and she was doomed not to be listened to that's how it goes well um i'm just gonna incidentally she's she isn't yet Italy's Prime Minister. She's on course she to become Italy's first female Prime Minister. Um, mm. So her party won, I think, um, 26% of the vote, so more than any other party. Um, but uh, she hasn't yet become... I think she's she's got to be appointed by Italy's President, and there could yet be a constitutional crisis with the President refusing to appoint her, possibly at the direction of, you know, the EU. Um, but, but but that remains to be seen. But she made a speech earlier this year, I think this is the speech you were referring to, in which she said yes to the natural family. No, I think you, know, you were referring to a different speech, weren't you, when she railed against the reduction of us to numbers and the removal of all our ascribed identities, such as mother, Christian, Italian, in favour of a kind of um, uh, a completely abstract um, uh, uh, identity which suited you know um uh, giant corporations like paypal anyway she said in a different speech um to the uh, far right vox party earlier this year quote yes to the natural family no to the lgbt lobby yes to sexual identity no to gender ideology no to islamist violence yes to secure borders no to mass migration no to big international finance no to the bureaucrats of brussels so that that I mean that that strikes me as pretty robust, and um, uh, of course, lots of people are pointing out that um, she there is a kind of lineage dating back to Mussolini in her party and the parties the sort of right wing coalition that she's part of, and that therefore we ought to be alarmed about the resurgence of fascism in Italy. But she seems to have. Um, uh, done. Um, she seems to have fairly persuasively argued um, that 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 those links uh, don't make her a fascist. And uh, while she is robustly right wing, she's not anti-Semitic. She's not racist. She's not xenophobic, um, she, and 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 the rest of it. And I'm I, I think I'm prepared to give her the benefit of the doubt for the time being. She seems quite like Victor Orban, um, and um, you know, so part of a kind of part of the kind of right-wing populist revolt against globalism and mass migration across Europe. Um, but, um, yeah, um, some of what she says um, resonates with me. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, you think everyone's controlled opposition. Well, basically, she what is. she's done, what she's done is she's, she's gone and cast a fly with Toby, Toby the Cuck Toadmeister <laughs> written on the fly. And the and the, the trout, which has been lurking in the in the in the the itching or whatever, has seen this fly and gone, oh, oh, I'll have some of that. And then it's been you've been reeled in, Tobes. I'm afraid. Well, 
um <laughs> she saw you she saw you coming uh i think i think it's it's i think somewhat i think a cuck surely james would condemn her election victory and um say you know we should no, be no, no, alarmed no, that's not how it works. we should be alarmed about the resurgence of fascism in italy and no, in no, fact no. that's what lots of people are saying across the media not just the liberal media but also in some cases the conservative media so Who, you know who's been who's been saying that the conservative i mean not that I care, but I, I just want somebody else to hate. Who, who, who's been saying that? Well, someone was saying that the... Um, hold on. I got a, um, an email about this earlier. Let me just bring it up. So, um, yeah, someone pointed out that Patrick Sawyer, who is the lead political reporter for The Telegraph, um, he retweeted um, a condemnation of her from Unite oh, Against yeah, Fascism yeah. earlier oh, Well, I, I had to go at him as well for that. I mean, yeah. Okay, I mean, obviously, he he's such a cuck. He makes you look like like me, frankly. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, should we do? Oh no, we haven't got any more ads, have we? So we can now do culture corner. We can go straight right? to culture corner without an ad. <gasps> yes, yes. So have you been watching okay. the capture, James? No, I haven't. People okay. keep saying to me that I should, but yeah, you see, it's right up your street. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's somebody very, else it's, had reviewed it's, it for the Spectator, so I so I, uh, I didn't. Okay. You know, that was a problem. But it's um, it's a paranoid conspiracy thriller in the same mould as the Parallax View. So it's about kind of, you know, well, actually, it's hard to say without giving away any spoilers. But I think anyone on Team James who enjoyed um, Slow Horses will like the capture. I mean, it's not it's not in the same class as Slow Horses. Um, you mm. know, the writing isn't quite no, as well, good. No, nothing is. Nothing Slow is. Horses, I mean, Slow Horses was TV. The, the gold standard. Um, it but was. it's, you know, it's, 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 it's up there. It's really entertaining and it's really well done. Um, okay. And um, yeah, I'd say it's, it's one of the best things I've seen this year. So I'd highly well, recommend it. I'm talking about season one. Season two is also out and uh, I'm going to get onto that next. Because I'm having real trouble getting excited about um, either House of the Dragon or um, the Rings of Power. Yeah, they're both disappointing, aren't they? They really are. Yeah, I it's watched like the latest. I'm, I'm on episode five, yeah. apparently episode six of... of um, House of the Dragon? House of the Dragon is apparently really, really good. But, like, that's five hours of, of perfunctory foreplay in order to yeah. get to this... <laughs> Yeah, moment of arousal. It, it was yeah. Like, come uh, on, episode. Yeah, I know it, it's too long. Episode six is the best episode so far. I watched it. Has it? Yeah, you've again, seen it yeah. already. I've seen it already. Yeah. When did you see it? No, wait a minute. Unless I'm thinking of episode five. Um, what, what happens at the conclusion of episode five? Is the con- does episode five There's conclude with the wedding scene? Wedding. Okay, so I haven't seen episode six. I've only seen no. I've apparently, only seen episode, episode six, loads of stuff happens and new characters and violence and just like lots and lots. But okay, yeah. that's like the um, Battle of the Wall episode, is it, or whatever that episode's called in, in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um, so okay, well, I thought episode five was quite good. I, I could see signs of life in episode five. I thought, okay, that, that that's some that, that's some pretty some pretty. Uh, grotesque bloodletting, uh, some ultra violence, um, uh, some of the kind of you know alliances are beginning to kind of form, and you can imagine the kind of coming civil war in Westeros um, or King's Landing um, a- as a result. So I, I felt I felt like it was gradually beginning to take shape and kind of 
emerge fully formed into life in towards the end of episode five so maybe in episode six it's just going to explode i hope so yet rings of power on the other hand seems to be if anything slowing down Um, (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's like i thought it started really well i really liked episodes one and two and i was prepared to kind of tolerate the relatively stately pace because of course a lot of world building and exposition needs to take place in the first few episodes uh but now it's still going on and you know and it doesn't seem to be gathering any kind of momentum working up ahead of steam it just seems to be trundling along in the same at the same stately pace it's like you know change gear you're stuck in second gear take the handbrake off Let's have a bit of actual action and excitement, but nothing, nothing really. So yeah. So, so uh, I was looking looking round for something else to review, and I ended up I, I I could not bring myself to watch a ten part series about a serial killer dismembering. Yeah, men. that looks too. I mean, grim. why would why would anyone want that? Ten hours of of yeah. dismemberment. Yeah, it's just yeah. not fun. So so I ended up watching. Um, uh, the, something on Sky Atlantic um, called Munich Games, Munich which Games, was written okay. was written by one of the team who wrote Fowder, and it's it's really not bad. Okay, um, it's like you know that 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 Arab terrorists are going to blow up this this charity match between Israel and Germany, um, okay. and will they will they succeed or will it? Well, obviously they're going to be foiled, but there's going to be anyway. There's, there's, it's quite entertaining. So where, I, where I, did I you? Prob- where did you get to with the Lazarus project? Did you persevere with that? Oh, I didn't. No, I haven't got to the end. Is it good? Did you finish uh, it? No, I haven't. I haven't started it yet. Is it worth starting? Ah, if you haven't got to yes. the end, is that a bad sign? No, it's not. It's it's because other things got in the way. I'd just like to know what happened in the Lazarus project. I think it was rather good. But you don't, you don't, want, to, you, you don't want to know enough to actually watch it. That's a no, bad I, sign. I just, I just, just you know, just things got in the way. I tell you what, I I have finished, and I kind of, I'm kind of not recommending. I finally finished the audiobook of Dostoevsky's The Idiot. Oh, yeah. And, and I have to say, although there's always good bits in Dostoevsky, yeah. he was, he really needed an editor, and he's a re, he was really sloppy at con, constructing his novels. Sometimes you think, oh, I, I, I kind of like the sort of the freeform stuff, you know, it, it, it sort of captures the messiness of life. And you could say that about Brothers Karamazov, but the idiot just seems to me an early early career book he didn't really know how to end it it it, it was just like no you you think you just feel a bit disappointed at the yeah. end um so yeah that, that yeah i, I remember I'm reading the, the devils now many years ago okay yeah i think crime and punishment is definitely a better book than the crime idiot. and punishment is brilliant and 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 you can't argue really with with karamazov yeah but. so um so I'm I, I'm I've I took a break from Bernard Cornwall and I'm now on to book three of the um, uh, Barchester Chronicles um, called Doctor Thorne, um, read by Timothy West, and I'm enjoying that. It God, it's easy listening. Timothy West is such a good narrator; he really is the best. I think. Um, uh, I, you know Timothy West, don't you? He was married to I, Prunella Scales. Timothy I don't West, think he's yeah, still Prunella alive. Scales, yeah, and the father of John father of Sam, Sam West. Sam West. Sam not, West. Not, yeah, Sam West. Not who's kind West, of, yeah, he's he's irritating. Um, but his his narration. He he did all the Palliser novels as well. And I've listened to all of those, apart from the Prime Minister's Children. But that's not a bad idea, actually. You you, you rate Trollope audiobooks. 
I do. I really do. Yeah. And these are unexpurgated. But uh, Trollope is such a great storyteller. And, and I bet they have lots so, of fox hunting in them, don't they? As well? They do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's uh, fox hunting's already featured in Dr. Thorne and I'm only on chapter That's three. It. Yeah. Yeah, the local squire almost, I think he bankrupts himself by trying to keep up appearances as the leader of the local hunt. Um, so, yeah, um, no, it's fantastic. I thoroughly recommend it. And, and yeah, nothing better than, than listening to, to, to Timothy West narrate. And he does all the different characters and he does it. It gets everything absolutely right. Never puts a foot wrong. It's note perfect. So, yeah, highly recommend it. Um, uh, and I've just found it. Did you see? I don't know if you did, did you ever see that movie Fletch uh, with Chevy Chase back in the 80s? It was quite funny. It was about this journalist who kind of is a master of disguise. And it was, you know, it was a comedy, but he's a sort of unscrupulous right. journalist. Anyway, it's quite good. It's become a bit of a cult comedy classic. Um, but um, it's just been remade with John Hamm in the lead role. But I, I, I read a piece about. The Fletch novels by Kevin Timms, a fantastic writer who writes for Quillette and he's a real fan of Pulp Fiction. Uh, knows a, he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of Pulp Fiction. Um, he's probably written about Rich Man, Poor Man, your recent uh, discovery. But anyway, um, uh, he wrote about the original Fletch novels and the journalist who created them. And it, it inspired me to go and buy the first of the Fletch novels, um, uh, the audio book, which is available. If you're if you're a member of um, Audible, it's free, I discovered. So that, that's fantastic. So um, so I've got that to look forward to and report back on. I think I'm going get, to get to that after I finish Dr. Thorne. Um, anyway, James, I think that's probably about it. Um, I'm, I've got nothing. I don't think I've got anything, anything else around. I haven't had much time to watch TV this week. I've been so busy appearing on GB News to talk about being cancelled yeah, by appearing PayPal. on the on the Mark Stein show. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, next time you go in, what was probably tonight or tomorrow? I just just probably like tomorrow, have a word. Yeah, like, why am I am I considered like toxic? Yeah, I'll try and get to the bottom of it, James, and I'll, 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 I'll um, yeah, I'll, I'll urge them to have you on. I, I promise. Yeah, it, or though maybe they're right. Maybe I, I will maybe it would, be, would be, it would be the nail in the coffin. As <laughs> embarrassing, far as, uh, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, because Ofcom would think James Dellingpole stepped too far. We were going to let you have Toby Young get just about get away with Toby Young, but Dellingpole, sorry, we're now going to uphold this complaint, and you're going to have to be removed from GB News. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Okay, Tebs. Thank um, you, mate. Well, um, uh, good. Um, I'm sorry that that you, you didn't quite become. Team James, as everyone was hoping. No, I, I'd say I've in, but, but inched I knew closer, inched closer, inched but closer. There's still good. a gulf separating us. Yeah. Um, what's it called when 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 computers? Um, is it called the singularity? No. The, what's the, the you know the moment where computers can think and do all? I think that is called. Isn't, the, isn't it called the singularity? I think it is. Isn't it? So one day the singularity will happen when when Toby and James will emerge into one <laughs> one wise yeah, being. When, when Klaus Schwab turns up on my doorstep with a machete uh, in a kind of NBC suit, um, <laughs> just before I—he doesn't wear last, those. He I, wears. He, he either dresses like kind of sci-fi, or he wears see-through sort of gay porno outfits on the beach. <laughs> that, that. Okay, well, when he turns up with a gay porno outfit on my doorstep um, with a long knife. Then you'll know. As the life uh, ebbs away, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scratch out in blood on the floor of my kitchen. James was right. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will, it, it will happen. Good. On that right. note, right. Um, okay. See you next week. Right, Bye. Bye. This is London Calling.
Ricochet. Join the conversation. <laughs>